Welcome, family. Tonight, we're going to continue our conversation that we had last week about what can a brother, sister do for me? It was very intriguing. It was very uh, deep. So, let's get into it. We weren't created to live by ourselves in our own universe. We were created to build tribes, communities, relationships. We were meant to help each other, be each other's best person that we can be. Be each other's eyes when we lose sight. Help them up when they're down. There's nothing that an individual can do by themselves and live long term. We as humans were designed and or created to work with someone. We're meant to work together. The term brother, sister is an obligation, not just a title. It is equally important, the relationship, as it is the responsibility. We must help each other, love one another. I am your keeper. I am your brother. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Hello? Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good, thank you. So we're continuing the conversation. Yes, we are. But we're not just going to limit it. We're going to open it up to to every facet of, of relationships, every facet of of life. So before you're my wife, you're my sister. Before you're my pastor, you're my brother. So we're going to keep it foundation. Okay. Okay. Well, when you, you know, when you think of um, the relationship, since I'm your wife, when you think of the relationship between husband and wife, um, you know, excuse me for a moment. What do you, what do you think it should be like? You know, we, I think when we spoke on Tuesday, we elaborated and spoke in depth about, you know, um, the brother and what that role is and the responsibilities that come along with that role when you call somebody your brother. You know, like Pastor said, even when his brother, you know, has, has, Passed on um, to heaven, he is that's still his brother, so he still has an obligation to his brother's family, you know, to check on them and make sure they're good. So, um, when you think about the, I guess, the loyalty and the obligations um, of, of the relationship between husband and wife, what first comes to your mind? Well, when you talk about the relationship between husband and wife, that covers so much because it's um, 
you have the playfulness like siblings. In fact, you have the uh, employer-employee relationship. Uh, usually the, the husband is the employee. You have nurse or doctor patients. You have lawyer. You have so many relationships and, and titles when you're dealing with husband and wife. Right. Yeah, you're right. I definitely uh I agree with that. So when when you think about um not expanding on, you know, in detail on all of those role, roles or responsibilities of husband and wife, when you think about husband and wife, what do you like what do you think that relationship should be like? Not not the many roles that they you know what I'm saying? Like when you think about your brother, you think about um, okay, he call you in the middle of the night. You 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 going, you know, you going to get him or you know different things like that. When you think about brother and you think about loyalty and stuff, but when you think about wife, what comes to mind? Well, same loyalty, um, supporter. You support her, or she you, or both. It should go both ways, just like mm-hmm. the loyalty should go both ways. Mhm. That's all you think about. And I think, well, there's plenty, but it all kind of open, a kind of like a Pandora's box, if you will. Make sense? No. So, you didn't say anything. When you open up one, there's another level. When you open up another, there's another. It just goes deeper, deeper. So, love, honor, respect. You know, all those open and goes under to another level. We have another caller. Three two zero four. Hello. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Okay, good, great. I was just reading your um your title of your show and I just wanted to hear your testimony about your street life and you coming to the pulpit and exactly what do that mean? I'm not to the pulpit. Uh, pastor is in the pulpit. However, coming from the streets to the pulpit, that's the audience. That's everyone who needs to hear or who we would like to hear or reach. It's real talk, so there's no one that's off limits. No one person or one situation is better than the next. Is there any way you could give me a testimony about your life? Something that God did for you or what led you to this show that you are actually broadcasting today? 
there's many. Hello? Yeah. There's many. Well, one in particular time where me and my my people were out doing things we wasn't supposed to. Guys came up, laid us down, or laid me down, and went to fire his weapon. And all I could do was call God. And the three times that he pulled the trigger, he just clicked. He ran away. So that's a testimony. That's a great testimony. Wow. So is there, I mean, um, what are, what is your, what are you actually trying to gain or what do you really want to, what kind of progress do you want to make with, um, with this show? Uh, what, are, what is actually your goal to, uh, for this show? Our goal is to reach and essentially help people. There's plenty of people who need to hear what we talk about um, to bring closure or to better their situation, to know that they're not alone and someone else has to walk that path. Yes. I I actually know and believe that we are in a serious crisis right now, and I'm just only dealing with my people, the black people right now. All over the world we're in crisis, but I I just really want to focus on my own culture and my own people. So, you know, right now, it's, you know, I can see a lot of things going on among us as a black people, and we and I just don't, I, I really, I'm the kind of person, I, I'm, I'm open and I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to do something. I want to do something. I want to impact. I want to do something. I want to all experience the stuff I've been through in my life. I would like to help any kind of way. I mean, we just got to come, we just got to bring it together. We just got to bring it together, you know? We just got to stop so being my so question to you. Yeah. My question to you, sister, and I'm sorry to cut you off. But okay. you don't think there's other cultures that could learn from your past? Sure. I travel all over the world. Yes. Yes. I love uh, to travel. Yes. Yes. Okay. I do. So yes. If, yes. if God has done some things for you, yes. nowhere in there does it says that it's only for black people. I understand, but that's what God have my focus right now on black people. That's, that's my good. focus. Yeah. It, the black hear me? People, I can. What is it now? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. The black. I couldn't hear you, ma'am. Uh, well, the black people is. People in Greece, people in Panama, people in uh, South America, people in Brazil, people in Europe, people in Mexico, people in um, Guatemala, you know, people, black people is all over the world. So, you know, that's, the world is my focus, you know. I'm just not going to focus it, you know, in the United States of America. 
my focus is all over the world, wherever wherever black people is. And I'm not only dealing with black people, I'm really dealing with, you know, the people of the Bible, you know. And that would be the 12 tribes of Israel. So, you know, they all over the world. And I consider them black because they all my color. So. Okay. My folks is all over the world, brother. You know, I I, you know, I like to travel. I like to, you know, it's just, I just see a lot that's going on in America right now, a whole, whole lot, you know, and it's, uh, and it's very disturbing to me. It's very disturbing. Because I have traveled all over the countries like Mexico, Africa, uh, South America, different places, Spain, you know, and you just don't see some of the things that you see going on in our country, you know. Is it well, I think that we are seeing that because we're so divided, because humanity yeah. is divided. We're divided with race, we're divided with religion, we're divided with socioeconomic status, we're just divided. So if we continue to say I'm only going to stop and help my black brother who's on the side of the road stranded, I'm perpetuating what the system want me to do versus uh-huh. saying, you know, it's all about humanity because I created all of it. Right. I agree. I think, I think you know, um, you have to, while the black culture may be experiencing um, a little more problems uh, than others, it doesn't mean that those are the only problems or the only topics we can address and try to change. Um, one of the goals, uh, you had asked about the goal of the show, one of our goals is also to you know, not only raise awareness to things that's happening within the black culture, but also um, encourage help among all cultures because um, we all matter. You know, just like just like you said, it's it, it's humanity that we're about, not just limiting one culture. Because the only thing that we do at that point is we keep dividing ourselves further and further. Okay. So when you say that uh, it's all about all cultures, uh, what, what act, I mean, you saying white people, Chinese people, Africans, uh, Arabs, just about everybody. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Four five zero zero. Your mic is live. <laughs> Put me on. I dare you. You're on five seven four. Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm listening to this garbage, and I'll tell you this. I don't. First of all. I don't believe who I just tuned in, but I don't believe she's been anywhere all those places she said. You know why? Because I lived in Africa before. I lived in Monrovia, Liberia before. I lived on Crete, Greece before. 
And you know what? The racism is horrible on other continents. It's incredibly, indefiably worse than it is in this country. <laughs> I've been there. I've seen it. And you know what the worst racism is? Is in Africa, blacks against blacks. I, I watched it happen. I lived there for two years, man. You can't tell me nothing about that if you haven't been there. And I don't believe you know you've been there. I can tell you by listening what, to her talk. You know, brother, <laughs> I've been there as well. What? I've been okay. I've been in Africa as well. And it's horrible you're, there. You're right. The issue that I find there is we're American. We're just a black American. Here in America. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I observe it's a tribal thing, man, and they'll kill each other. They're incredibly racist against each other. And, you know, as far as slavery goes, it's still going on. We, we basically got rid of that stuff in this country in a very short amount of time. But if you ever if you ever been to Russia, um, they got a problem with all the Chinese citizens in there. If if you well obviously in the Middle East, the Arabs and the Jews don't get along, and uh, the blacks will in Africa those tribes will take other slaves. They do it to this day, to this day. And I always wanted to make a point about slavery in America, right? And it was terrible. I agree with that. And you should never do that with a, another human being. Obviously, he figured out in, in about two seconds I'm a white guy. But I'll tell you this. Here's a historical fact about slavery in America. And, a lot, and, and I learned this when I went to Liberia and I lived there. What happened was we parked ships, right? Black tribes, dominant black tribes, sold less dominant, you know, the the tribes that they dominated, they sold them to the white guys. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like this, which I don't know what you think, but it wasn't, it didn't happen like this, where white guys get out and, because they have guns and they go out and they hunt black tribes and they gather them up and they put them on a fucking ship. It did not happen like that. Now, I'm not apologizing for slavery. It's, it's horrible. But what I will say is in, in this country, and I'm tired of hearing this garbage from some people. In this country, we essentially got rid of it and made it illegal quicker than any other civilization on the earth. And, it, and we still get talked about like we didn't do anything. Yeah. You got to think about it and actually understand history. Okay. And maybe and actually I, go some places. Yeah, but I would like to speak up for myself. Uh, I saw it. That's what yeah, I'm saying. You can't tell me where I have been. You cannot tell me where I have been. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't I, know I can't where I have been in the world. Been around for you've been a couple places in Georgia. You don't know well, nothing man. about me. You don't know anything about me. You don't know nothing don't about know me. And I and yes, and I'm not trying to know anything about you. I just came on the show to ask the host to give me a testimony about his life and why he started the show. Okay. What's terrible about your life? How are you what? oppressed here in this country? How are you oppressed here in this country? The damn president I, I, a few years ago was black. What's your yeah. problem? That doesn't necessarily mean someone is oppressed. Yeah. 
That just means that, that mean? someone elected a black official. He was what? Have you heard of Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice, Herman Cain? <laughs> you don't know. That just tells me you know what the hell you're talking about. I don't wow. care. Do some research. Like he, it don't matter what color he is. He didn't do nothing for nobody. Just like none of us have to do nothing for anybody. So please don't throw Obama up in my face just because I'm a black woman. Please. He's no different from Trump and the, and the rest. The president who's done most for the black people in this world, in this in this country's history uh-huh. is Trump. You just can't swallow that, can you? Because he's stupid and he says some dumb stuff, right? And you just can't uh-huh. accept that. You won't accept facts. Well, uh-huh. yeah. this is okay, not a political hold- or pro or anti anyone. We're just simply talking about helping one another regardless of race, culture, creed, socioeconomic status, religion, all that other stuff doesn't matter. Who you voted for, I can care less. But it's about... Yeah, I agree. It's about you and I I coexisting on this earth or in this country and treat yeah. each other with respect. I agree. I'll tell you what. Not only have I been to two other continents, I've been throughout almost every major city in this country. And there is just as powerful of racism, black versus white, is if you go down way deep in the south, white versus black. It's just yeah. the same. And it might yeah. be even it might be yeah. even tested toward black hate white. Yes. That's been going on. I think you may be right. But you know what I think that I the biggest right. enemy I've been all over the country, man. And, and that's fine. Of- I've seen it and heard it with my own and, eyes. And that, and that's fine. I hear that and I respect that. However, what I'm telling you is the biggest thing that we ha- as a people have to fight is what's being propagated on television. Television tell us to hate one another. Television tell us that there's a difference yeah. between black Americans yeah. and white Americans. When in actuality, we all have the same problems. Unemployment, taxes, schools, you name it. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter right. what there's, I mean, there's you a cultural difference for sure. But you got to enjoy each other's culture and stuff. But I agree. So I, can't, I mean, it's everything I consistent. That's true. If we keep it consistent, there would be there would be no issues. If I You're commit right. a crime, uh, the, the media can twist stuff around, and, and it is from both sides. It's not from one side, and no, it's not. Let's not do that. I that's agree. Not true. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board, man. So all I'm saying is, I just you know, you, I'll tell you this. You said, Listen, I'll tell you this. Listen to me. I'm a 54 year old white man. I am getting sick and tired. Of hearing that I'm the fault of everything on this planet, right? And that's all I hear. And I, I, and there's a lot of people that think the same way. They just never say anything. But I tell you what, I'm not racist. I've never been racist my whole life. My father wasn't racist. My grandparents never owned a slave. And why am I the most evil, blue-eyed devil on the planet? 
Why? I didn't do well, it anything. Depends on who you're talking I did to. nothing. It depends on who you're talking to. I don't know you, so I don't consider you a blue-eyed devil or anything. You you well, made it mention that you're a white guy. Yeah. Well, I knew he I was a white guy. Just opening his mouth. I knew. What? But that doesn't I matter. Open my damn mouth. You're opening your mouth. I can tell you. Tell I'm a black woman. And I knew you were white. You're going to quit telling me I'm racist just because I'm a white man. That's going to stop. I'm tired of that. Well, you know what? I have a question for the the gentleman. Yeah. Um, So I hear your frustration, and and I can can truly understand where you're coming from. But I guess my question is, is can you uh, elaborate a little bit on some of the experiences that you've had um, in being blamed for current issues, like someone saying something directly, or are you being treated differently? Um, that's the kind of stuff that you know we kind of open up for conversation on the show. So I'm interested yeah, to hear like a little more about, about that. Before, it's media driven, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, person-to-person stuff. Usually, people don't confront each other that way anymore. But it's the media. Is where is that the white guy is the evilest guy that ever lived on on the planet? And I I grew up in a really poor city in northern Ohio, and I, I work down here in Mississippi right now. And and 95% of the folks that work here are black, right? And I have a single problem. It's the media that that does that, and I you get tired of hearing that. Um, you just get mm. sick of it, and it's the social media and the TV and all that. So that's that's where my frustration is, is coming from. Okay. Oh, and you can't forget you know, about the Hebrew Israelites. They always said the white man is the devil, the Hebrew Israelite. I know you heard of them. They always said the white man the devil, and they blame the white man for everything that's going on in this world. Right? Well, you well, yeah, they, they are. Yeah. Listen to Lewis Farrakhan. Okay, I'm sure you have. Shit, I'm gonna tell you that crazy bastard. When it comes to the people that's around here, the system controls social media. It controls what's on the television. Nowhere are they going to show a black American, a white American, sitting down having coffee, playing chess. They're not going to do that. Yes, they are. But they will show. I, I, yeah, they, yeah, there, there, there is avenues that that, that happens. Uh, and and I, I, I don't want to get political. That's not the part I don't that, want, but that liberal side of stuff is, doesn't do that. But it's not promoted like the chat. violence against one another. Right. So the, those, like, we actually come together and do things like that. But, you know, I think you, you both said it before. The media doesn't capture those stories. They capture the negative. They capture well, and But then it comes they, from somewhere. It, it's that other lady that's claiming how oppressed she is in in our country, and I'm not buying it. Now, I'm not a black person, right? So I don't get those sideways looks and stuff you might get somewhere. But I got them a couple times when I was in a bad neighborhood, you know? I got them. But you'll never believe that. You'll never believe it goes the other way, you know? Um, you know what term I hate? I hate this term. I hate the term reverse racism because... That assumes that racism is whites against blacks, and it's, that there's no there's no temp to that word. That racism is 
one race, uh, you know, discriminating another. against another race. And it mm-hmm. happens the other way, and you know, as sure as you're sitting here talking on the radio, you know it happened. You've heard it in your family. You maybe have done it yourself. Um, some of that is human nature, and we have to come to terms with that. But you've got to keep that inside, and you've got to, you've got to work on yourself so that, that, you know, that never expresses itself. That's just human nature. I agree nature. with that. I, you know what? I know I that because I've been around the world. It's, it's just, I agree not with black that. versus white. Mm-hmm. Now, let me explain to you. I have walked in neighborhoods as a black American, and I've had people look at me funny. As yeah. though I don't belong. So it happens, yeah. but that's not your issue. Just like that's not my issue. Well, you can't tell me my issue, and I I'm can't tell you your issue. My issue. So I believe that, right? But you don't think I walked is, into a bad neighborhood in a store and got a sideways look or a front of side? You don't think that's happened? Well, they thought I was a cop. You don't think no. that's happened just because no. I'm white? You know, and I wanted to stop no. somewhere and get something. To we're having, something. we're making the same point, bro. We are. Making the same point. Yeah, but I was afraid you What I'm saying is, I'm not going to make someone else's problem my issue. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to this neighborhood That's terrible. I mean, and grab whatever drink one of us. I want. I can't tell anything. I That's have terrible. been around her. And it shouldn't happen. But you know what? It's gonna con- that, there's a there's a bottom level of that stuff that we're never gonna get past, and I think in this country we've chewed through just about all of it. But there's a bottom level because they're human beings, and there's some inherent shit. You know, I mean, there are some people that that spout that we're all equal, or or, or, or we all, you know, all that all that corny hippie stuff, right? But inside of their mind, it's different, and we're never gonna penetrate a base level. That's human nature yeah. and it's all throughout history. So but we but what you can't have is that overt stuff and you can't have, you know, limiting people's opportunities and all that that BS. You can't have that. And I think for the most part and I'm not saying it's hundred percent true, but for the most part in this country, we've got through most of that. And again, I'm referencing the fact that I've been around a little bit. And what I mean is around the globe. And I've seen terrible racism. Hello. And it had nothing to do with blacks on whites or whites on black. And that, so my frame of reference is probably different than most people. Caller, I'd like to ask you a question if I can, if it's okay with the host. Because I do respect the host. Uh, yes, I would like to know where else have you traveled in the world besides Africa? I've been, I've been to Greece. I lived in Greece for almost two years. I've lived in Monrovia, Liberia for two years, and I've stopped all throughout Canada, and I've lived all throughout the United States, including bad neighborhoods, um, just for business. So I, I've seen a lot, and I pay attention. I pay attention. Wait, wait, I want to ask you a question. You're saying a lot, so I want to ask you a question. Out of all of those places that you've been, that you went, which one do you like the most? I hated Africa. I couldn't stand it. Okay. I love Greece. Yeah, I love Greece. I didn't Greece. like Africa um, either. I went, I went to Morocco, and I didn't like Africa. I don't like Africa. That's and barely Africa. No, that's, 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 more, that's not really Africa, I'll be honest with you. That's yeah, not really Africa. It's on the continent. 
but it, it's different. Yeah. It's different. It's an Arab it's culture, man. It's Muslim culture. culture. It's very historical over there. They, they have a lot of history of Morocco. Yeah, they I, have I, a lot of history I, I don't disagree with that. Where we go. Yeah. I've been to Kenya okay. for a week. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Where, Canada? No, no. Kenya. Canada? Kenya, no, I've never been to Kenya. No, K E N Y A, Kenya. No, I've never been to Kenya. No, never. Never. Do you like I said, it? I was only there for a week, but I, li- I lived in Liberia for two years, too. Okay. And, uh, okay, uh, okay, I baby. Stuff, I, I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah. And that, Africa is You know, that's scary. brutal stuff right there. That, that's scary. real racism. Is when it's a yeah. black tribe against a black tribe, and it's horrible. Man. Yes, it's not cool. yes, yes. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Very scary. So, the point the is, it really isn't that bad in this country. Yeah, there's some problems in some areas. Yep, sure is. And the other point is, it also goes the other way. It does. Well, what problem do they problem have the in problem. our country? What is the most problem in our country? The South, as far as white racism versus the black, it's obviously, I mean, that's not hard to figure out. You know that. It's, I'm down here in Mississippi right now. I've been down yeah, here a year. And uh, I've, I've, I've already heard it from a couple white guys, and I don't like it, and I'm not comfortable with it at all. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. So there are pockets in this country where that exists. But I will tell you this. There are pockets in this country and places you go that you you better not stay long because uh, they just don't like white people. And they might have good reasons for it, you know, whatever. And, and it's usually downtrodden cities, um, Philadelphia, Detroit, Cleveland, Ohio, East Cleveland, Ohio. You can't – I mean, you can barely stop at a light if you're if you're driving a decent car and you're a white guy oh. and they look. You're going to get caught. Oh, shit. I mean, a, you think – you're laughing. That's a black guy, too. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit, okay? Detroit's horrible. Can't yeah, stand Detroit. Can, if you're white, you better not go in Detroit in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. You can't get off in that. That's what I'm talking about. So not that's at what, all. that was my point is it exists in pockets throughout the country, but it's way better than it used to be. But yeah, that's what that's exactly what I'm talking about. But we okay. still have far to go. Okay, thank you, Paula. Thank you, uh, Hope, for giving the time. The, 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 my, thing is, my thing is, it, it doesn't matter. We we got a lot of screwed up things going on. We have a lot of issues that we as humanity, as a people, as a society, have to fix. We can't wait on the right. system to fix it because, obviously, the system's not going to do it. No, the system has right. us at odds. The system have us at odds with each other. They have us thinking that one is better and one is worse, and and all this type of stuff. When in actuality, yeah. it's human. Like the, like the gentleman said, it's human nature. We are this screwed better up. Better than any other country on the planet. This one here. This I'm not talking about. I'm not that. talking about the country. I'm talking about the people within you, you the country. You talk about humanity. Okay. Well, I'm not worried. I'm about talking about the people within the country. You well, there you go. But I'm part of humanity. Respect the whole thing. Yeah, well, I can't fix Well, you can't fix the world's problems. You're not going to go correct that stuff in Russia where they shoot Chinese people. Just I, don't, Chinese. I don't need to go to Russia. I don't pay taxes in Russia. I pay taxes right here in the U.S. So at, because I'm a tax-paying citizen, 
I think that I should have a say. And my say is respect me like I respect you. Period. Yes. Yes. Okay. Period. Well, there's nothing. Yeah, that's it. And let's, and, let's treat, and let's treat everybody. Let's treat everybody fair. Let's not slap, you know, bullshit labels on them. And let's just say, yeah. you know, you committed a crime, you're a criminal. Let's not say, well, he's a domestic terrorist or, or, or he has mental issues. He's a criminal. Charge or him he's a, a criminal. He's, he's a nationalist. Or whatever. That, that he's a criminal. That, that means you're a white racist, right? At least in today's vernacular. That's I, what that means. How does I don't that care. Start? He's a criminal. You break the law, you're a criminal. That's all yeah. I care about. Yeah. Period. That include immigrants. Treat everybody the same. You want to do you you, you 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 put R. Kelly, you put you put R. Kelly on trial for being a pedophile. Hell, you should have put Elvis Shit. on trial for being a pedophile. It's all across the board. Was he a pedophile? Treat treat everybody the same. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I can't. I mean, I'll never disagree with that. You said something about Mexico, the immigrants. What do you feel about that? Yeah. Technically, they're they're illegal, right? Mm-hmm. They committed a crime coming over, hopping a fence coming over. That's illegal. Okay, yeah. they hop the fence, but <laughs> <Duncan> Thomas, <laughs> got, got through a broken fence. But I mean, well, if you want if you want to, if you want to talk about immigrants now, technically, the president family was it was immigrants as well. So if you're going to get rid of the immigrants, he got to go too. The Europeans that came over came mostly came over through Ellis Island and did everything at the time that they were required to do. That's different than if you're Mexican and you just flop over a, a, a fence somehow and run across somebody's ranch and get picked up. That's completely different. There's laws okay, on so, and, and I know you've so, heard this stat. President Obama. He, he 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 locked up and uh, kicked out more uh, illegal immigrants than Trump has. So, but but one thing that President Obama didn't do was lock him in cages. Animals are locked in cages, not humans. Really? Do you know that? Yes. What, you know yes, where I do know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not concerned about the cages being built. I'm not concerned about them being built. I'm just talking about the Who use of them? them. What I'm saying to you is this: What are you is. supposed to do with them then? They're they're overrunning the system, right? They're, they're rushing through the border. What? How do you manage that? And a cage is that's not a cage. That's just a, you know it's got chain link fence and it looks terrible. But Obama, some of those pictures they show that was during the Obama era, right? But what I'm saying to you is, you have Haitians that come over, you send them back. You have Cubans come over, and as long as they touch earth, what are you doing I mean, with the, the soil, they can you they gotta hold them. What do you Let's do? keep everybody, treat everybody the same is what I'm saying. How would you do it? Treat everybody Just the same. ask them to sit politely on a bench. They're going to bolt, man. That's the goal is to get, get to a city. Okay, let me ask you this. You you you're such a you're such a, a, a patriot. Did you serve? Are you a vet? Yes, I am a vet. I served in the Air Force for three years. Okay. Well, good. Thank you for your service. So did I. Yes, I did. I was I was Navy eight years. Navy eight years. Good for you, man. All right. 
So, with that being said, once again, thank you for your service. Now, when it comes to yeah. human, the human part, baby. let's let's keep it let's keep it about humanity. Okay. We can't know. I'm not control. I'm not concerned with Russia. I'm concerned with the soil right here that which I pay for. That which I. Well, that's in the U.S. Then that's exactly. not about humanity. That's that's U.S. citizens. That's U.S. You talk about humanity. That's everybody on the globe. That's everywhere. You can talk about everybody on the go the globe. My concern is right I, here. I don't want to. No, I'd rather well, talk they about don't. the citizens in this country. Well, there you go. So I'm going to talk about treating the citizen of this country humane, humanity. Yeah. But so we unite as humans instead of being divided by labels. Stop. Get up. Get up. Okay. Well, to be honest, to be honest, to be honest, I don't believe that the white people want to really join in with the black people. And I don't believe that well, the black people that? want to join. You know, I, well, I don't get it. I don't get it. What makes you think this? This on both sides of the fence. It's on both sides of the fence. But you spent too much pain, too much pain, that they can talk. Hi. Counting saying hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi, young man. Hello. Hey. Now, go ahead and finish your point, please. Cause okay, uh, my point is, my point is, uh-huh. there's hurt, pain, destruction, and all kind of stuff going on on both sides of the fence. Black people don't trust white people. Okay. What is that? And white people don't trust black people. Well, you don't know who white people trust and who they don't. Oh, wait a minute. You hold on, hold on, hold on. Let her make her point, please. Let her make her point, please. Yes, they they don't trust one another because of all the all of the labeling, all of the uh, uh, the programming that the media had done, that the um, people that's actually in control of of, of America, the country, the government. All of this stuff that's been going on between both races, and now they don't trust one another. And this is why they can't come together. Because the black people are scared that the white people are going to kill them. Okay? Like they always took our ancestors. Okay? Like they always, so they still fearful of these people. They and the, and the white people just don't like black people. Most of them. I'm talking about 90%. Because of the color of their skin. Because I'm, the black I'm, people, wait, 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 let me finish. Because the black people haven't really did nothing much to the white people for them not to like them for no reason. You make it like very blanket statements. Yes, because I'm a very blank person. Wow, okay, so then. Well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start off. Racist. I can't. I don't know what the numbers you're saying. I I don't know. I don't treat people as a blanket a, a blanket group. A, if a person doesn't like me, that's his issue. I'm not gonna change my course or change my day because 
this gentleman don't like me. And just because he don't like me, who? how you know that is because I'm black? How you know it ain't because I got on blue shoes? They all because say, I have a beard. Yeah, yeah, it could be. They don't, say that, they don't say that to me. So I, I can't agree with that, sister. I can't agree with that. Okay, okay, okay. All I know okay. is if, yeah, if you screwed up as an individual, you're screwed up as an individual. I can't say that the white man held me down because he but didn't. Who held you down, brother? Who held you down, Dan? Ain't nobody hold me down. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. Okay, Let's dialogue. Let's dialogue. Who, Let's who converse. Who put the black people in the position that they are in right now today? Who put the, the black people in the position that they're in today? Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't know about the black people. I know what position I'm in, and God put me in this position. Why are we, got a radio so, why are we so destroyed and oppressed as a black? Navy people? for eight years. Who put us in this predicament that we're in right now? What's we the position? Put, right. Sickness. What's the position? Sickness, poverty, mental illness. You. Emotional No man, no man. You got to go beyond you. You got to go beyond you because you have no, not always been control, in control of you. Other people is in control of you too. No, nobody's in control of me, that's ma'am. I'm sorry. That's, that's what I that think. affliction where she wants to blame the white man for everything. She's wow. got it all over her. They in control of everything. They Everything they make, everything they produce, everything we work. No, they don't. What are you talking about? You don't don't know that because you don't work. The phone you own probably was made by the Chinese. That's I'm sure it was. He's not my color, so he's considered as another race. Man, yeah, you know what? what I mean, called. I don't, I don't like to do this, but it, but it all, but it almost seems like, like, like you're racist. No, I'm not. Racist. I, oh man, I, I, I have to blame you. everything for her, everyone else for her condition. No, I just want us to see this one thing. Everybody is, is, is everybody. I'm talking about ninety percent of black people right now. I'm dealing with America. I'm dealing with Oh, you're going to speak for 90% of black people. This should be it. Yes. 90% of black people in the ghettos of America is poor, broke, hungry, mental illness, sick. Why are we so, why are we in that predicament? Why? That's what I want to ask. Why? May I answer why? You don't think there was Irish ghettos? You don't think there was Italian ghettos? You know what happened? It's generational where people worked, and they worked. And you ain't going to fix it in your generation because probably behind you in your generation, it didn't go very well. So you're stuck, and I understand that, and that's a problem. But you don't fix it in a generation. You keep work. Your family does it. You've got to keep the family together and work and you get a little bit better on the next generation, and they work, and you get a little bit better, and, and then eventually you get the hell out of ghetto. I'm not working for no, no man. I worked long enough. I'm not working for nobody. 
but God. That's the only person I'm going to work for. I've been working how, for them. How much did he pay? Does he pay good? Yes, very well. Very well. I, I think so, too. Oh. I think so, too. <laughs> I'm not paying no taxes. I'm not working for nobody. They can have their jobs. They can have their careers. They can have I their everything. I wonder why you got, you got all these conditions. And then sit back and go, the white man's doing this to me. But I ain't working for nobody. I'm working for God. But he don't pay nothing now, right? But I'm going to work for God. Come on. Come on now. Stop having babies and get off your ass and go to work and start that, start to change that generational thing. To pay taxes? To pay taxes? To explain my whole life? Yes. Eighty years old. pay taxes. My whole life yeah. man. Everybody pays taxes. Man, I'm not so you're not going to work because you don't want right. to pay taxes. Oh, forget that stuff. Because the white no. man's going to take all the taxes, so I'm not going to work because I don't want to pay taxes. But damn, he's holding me back. That, that's a great stream of logic. And you're yeah. mad as hell at the white man. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. So keep going and working for Jesus and getting paid nothing. Keep doing it, because you know what will happen with your baby? The same shit. I don't believe in Jesus, because he's a white man. What? <laughs> oh, Lord. How do you know he's white? Because <laughs> of the picture? How do you know he's white? Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. She, she, Jesus is mixed. They that he's white. All the pictures show that he's white. Hey, they don't want to give you a goddamn thing. I want a hug. They don't want um, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, re- uh, man. Jesus, white, Ooh, and you don't want to pay taxes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. That's the problem. Let's, let's, let's the introduce problem other with, with generation, man. If somebody, let's introduce other callers, please. Shit. Let's introduce other callers, please. We have nine seven nine six seven eight on the line as well. <laughs> We have four eight seven three on the line as well. Wait a minute, let me tell you something. I got cousins. That's what they did. That's how I had to get my summer money. Oh, to get cool. I had to go out there in the month. Oh, I picked. Name anything you picked. I done picked it. Name it. Name it. I ain't never. Okay, that was a little intense. <laughs> so nine six seven eight. Your mic is live. What? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you gotta work. You go work for somebody. You may work for God, you may work for Jesus, and that's fine. However, He did also tell you you gotta obey the laws of the land, and the laws of the land say you gotta pay taxes. You work and pay taxes. Do you that's know it. what the law of the land is, bro? Do you know what the law of the land is? Do you Listen, know what the I'm not gonna. I'm, 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 I'm not going I'm not go That ain't my realm. I told you I'm from the streets. You did? So, so I make sure I make sure I work, I pay taxes, and I take care of my family. And no, I don't work for anybody. I work for me. But God is over over me. That's for the corporation. Every every time you work, that's you work. You work for me? No, no, you hard. No, you got that twisted. I own my corporation. You own your I corporation? do. Okay. Yes, I do, ma'am. 
And then at the end and, of the day, and in fact, by the end, exactly. listen, listen. And before the end of the call, you can get with my wife, who's on the line, who can verify, and maybe we can employ you. What the no, hell would you want to do that for? Nah. Since you don't want to work for, Come since on, you don't man. want to work for a white man, you don't want. But the work. whole, the fact that, the fact that the matter is this: in order, in order for us to improve our situation, we must start with our mentality. And the mentality, the direction you're going right now, you're going to continue to be enslaved. You're going to continue to blame everybody else. No, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry, sister. That's just the, that's the harsh truth. I understand how you feel, brother. I understand how you feel. Can I ask some questions? Feel free. Please. I'd like to ask a few questions. I don't know if you put up with me. I'd like to ask a few questions, just a few. Can I you ask you a question? I want to ask everybody who's listening a question. Okay, okay, well, that's shoot away. Why, why do y'all put chicken on waffles? Why do you do that? Who, who I love chicken, I don't eat. and I love waffles, but why would you put them together? Who, who invented that? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I got another question. Why do y'all... Paint your houses in the ghetto. They paint the houses. Primary colors. Right, red, green, yellow. You know, you Blue. you you do that. You was doing you was doing you real good. But go ahead. <laughs> I got one more. Why do y'all say white people smell like baloney? Why do y'all do that? I don't smell like baloney. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and disconnect this, disconnect you off the line. You were doing real good up until I'm this right here. That, man. You sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm done with it, man. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm okay. All right, Joe. Well, you, well, yeah, it wasn't very funny, but now <laughs> it wasn't I don't know. Funny to you. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't funny to you either. Probably the white listeners weren't funnier than them either. <laughs> I don't know if you have any white li- listeners other than me, brother. The ones that I talk to, yeah, it depends on where you're at. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. Oh my goodness! Well then, let me let me show you the joke book I have. <laughs> oh, they laugh at that. You know what joke oh, okay. I can't tell? I can't go to Oklahoma. No, they probably don't want to tell, tell it. Evil joke. <laughs> if I tell an evil Knievel joke in Oklahoma, I'll get stabbed on the way out, man. Just like those dumb jokes I just told. I can't tell them I'm hitting Mississippi. I'll get, I'll get shanked. So, you know, that, that, that ain't going to fly. So you got to understand your audience a little bit. I'm sorry, man. Hmm. I just I didn't had to do it. We had a good conversation. Okay, well, we, yeah, we were doing like good it. until you came with that. We, we did good until you came <laughs> with that. Well, what I wanted uh, to do was rile up your audience a little bit and get them all pissed off, you know, and that's fun. That, that's when, he, no, that's when that, the shit gets fun. And, that don't work, Mark. The audience that we have are very, are very, very mature. So they right. take the situation that we're talking about. <laughs> the last two ladies you talked to didn't want to go to work because the Come on now. No, that wasn't the last two. Whoa, 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 whoa. That wasn't the last two. No, no, no. That was the just last. one. Just one. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was the one before. Yeah. Same person. Yeah, that was just the one. Was and she, she's listening. She, she's listening. And she's. She has she she the right to her opinion, to her belief. Apartment. She has yeah, the right I to her belief. Like you, like that you gotta respect that white joke. I've been working all of my life. I've been working all of my life. You hear me? And it never yes. got 
anywhere. Lay down. So why am I going to keep working and the same thing over so I get 80 years old? Man, forget that. I need to do something else with my life that's going to actually work. I'm not going to keep going to pump no clock, nine to five, seven days a week, and it's not getting me nowhere. I don't see nothing. I don't see anything coming out of that. Why should I keep doing that? Pay some taxes. Tell her. And, you it's know. generational. Tell her. I know. You ain't going to get nothing from it. I'm tired of that. Get your kids that's all I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not working. I, I don't know. Uh, my family worked, and and I was I was blessed. I was fortunate. I didn't want for anything in my life. But that's I did, good. So I, I I can't say this, but what I can say is they have taught me to work, and my kids don't want for anything in their life. My wife don't want for anything, so they're gonna but, see the same thing that I saw, in 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 me. And now when they grow, they're gonna know the same. They're gonna have a great work ethic. And yes, they will have the company that their daddy passed down to them. Well, that's very good. And you are that 10% that I was talking about that actually have found some kind of success in the, in their lives as a black man and a black woman. So, yes, you are the 10%. So that's great, man. That's great. That's great. That's I work so with 450 you, people. Uh, hold on. 425 of them are black. So that's a lot higher than 10%. And they work hard. We all work hard. You, I think so it's the one you're getting your statistics from. Right. That's, that's what I was getting at. That's bullshit. That's ten percent. She read that in, in Ebony magazine because or something. I, 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 everything that I, everything that I'm coming out with, I actually, I'm a, I'm a theologian. I study the Bible, so I'm actually put in. But you don't work. You just only. <laughs> I can't help yeah, it. Wait, 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 wait. I can't uh, help hold it. it. Hold it. Oh, God. I know. I know. Right, I'm a theologian. I'm a theologian. And I study the Bible. And I know what the Bible says. Okay? 90% of the people in the world are not serving God. So that's how I come up with the 10%. Because 90 percent are not serving God. And because we're not serving God, that's why we have all the sickness, all the poverty, all the suicide rate among our young children, you know, all mm-hmm. the mental going on, you know, in our neighborhood. But okay. earlier you had, you had said that you didn't. I guess I'm kind believe of in Jesus. You, you, you don't believe in Jesus, but you believe no, in God. I like Jesus. Listen, I don't believe. Listen, I believe in the Bible. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in. I'm, no not, I'm not talking religion. Excuse me. Can I? Can I? Can I like chime in? I've been listening. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, I, I've enjoyed listening to all this, and I respect what you, you know, are saying. But you say that you're a theologian. You say that you study the Bible. And you're saying yes. that you're getting your facts from the Bible, and I'm yes. sitting right in front of the Bible. I'm sitting right in front of the Bible right now, and okay. I'm going to say the majority of what you said is not in the Bible. First and foremost, okay. you said you don't work for nobody. Listen to me, my sister. Listen to me, my sister. We have listened to you. There comes a time when you got 
You got to show some respect. Everybody listen to you. This is what you said. You said that you don't work for anybody. The Bible said if a man don't work, he don't eat. That's number one. If a man don't work, he don't eat. I just told you I was a theologian. Listen, and I was a transvestite. You said you said you maybe you don't know what a theologian is, but I'm just saying your your biblical your biblical facts are are without merit. They're without they're baseless. You also said that you don't pay taxes. The Bible clearly says render render unto Caesar render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. In the Bible, one of the reasons that people came together was to pay taxes. So that that just Kills, dispels your rumor right there. So now Thank you can you. lie on anything else, but you're not going to lie on the written word of God. For the good of the, yeah, pay taxes for the good of everybody. Yes. If a man don't work, they don't it's eat. Selfish. That's talking about if a man don't work for God. It's not talking about no. a man working for another man. Okay? It's not talking about a man working for another man. See, that's where religion has taught us, and they got it all wrong. They have it all wrong. Well, let me, they have it all wrong. God ain't never told us to work for no man. Nowhere in the Bible he told us to work for a man. Matter of fact, he told us do not trust man. Do not trust mm. man. Do you got to go 45 and hurt. Do wow. not trust no man but him. So why are he going to talk about the sweet smoke liquor going? Come on. Oh, God is talking to me right now. I have to no man. Period. If you could show you have the Bible in well, well, I do respect you, but again, you say that it didn't work for anybody. Most of them were business owners that went out and sold their products. They were farmers. They were farmers. Exactly, exactly, and they went out and they traded. Where's your livestock at? Where's your vegetables at? You actually say you got the Bible in front of you, but you're not following the Bible. Wow. Where are your vegetables? Where are your vegetables? I tell you, I tell, I tell you what I do have. Oh, I have patience. Listen, I tell you, I tell you what I do have. We gotta go. Listen to my sister. I have patience for you, and I have a prayer for you. I really do. And I'd love to pray it for you because, you know, um, just the way that you're carrying yourself lets me know that, you know, you're probably not following God because God was very humble. God would listen more than he talked. And, you know, for whatever reason, you want to be heard, but you don't want to listen. I will listen. Something that makes sense. I told you I was a pastor for years in a Christian church. Can't tell me nothing about the Bible. I don't, I'm not from being a pastor. I'm not religious. I'm into the Bible. I'm into the blueprint of the Bible. Why I 
said, very well said. Untrue, but well said. Now, I've the Bible learned not, that the Bible's not just because you're loud, that doesn't mean that you're <laughs> you're making the point. That just means yeah. you're loud. Well, somebody is trying to make me feel like what I'm saying is something that's not true, or you know, you don't. Or a man don't work for nobody in the Bible work for no man. Nobody work for no man. They actually killed Christ, man. Yes, brother. Relax. Relax. Come on, man. I know what he's talking. I, I understand that, and, I, I and we're not saying you don't. But what we all we saying is, we gotta we gotta share the moment. Listen, my sister, I'm 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 here to, you know, I enjoy listening to you, and but you know, this is a two way street. We ought to have respect one for another, and I was simply giving you the fact that, you know, I'm reading in the Bible. The Bible teaches me that Paul was a tent maker. The Bible teaches me that Luke was a physician. The Bible teaches me that uh, there's so many others that were accountants and things of that nature. They did yeah, work. Didn't, he didn't get no physician. Whatever he was, God told him that. He didn't have to go to no no, uh, no uh, universities and all that stuff you see today, man. That's stuff for the world. Everything you see the devil has set up in this world, man. And that's why we don't got time for God because we're too busy working. We're too busy going to college, too busy doing this and that, and that's why God is angry with this world, man. And that's why we got so much hell and sickness. Because everybody want to work, everybody want a career, everybody want to go for a job. Man, forget that stuff. It's time for us to go for our God. At the end of the day, none of that stuff matters, man. None of that stuff matters. Can I ask you a question if you don't? Can I ask you a question if you don't mind? Yes, sir. I understand. I understand that you work for God, and God bless you. You know uh, that's great and all that. But um, where do you, if you don't mind my asking, where do you get your means of, of of income? How do you pay your bills? How do you, you know, purchase food and things of that nature? Where does that income come from? I'm a farmer, man. I'm a farmer. I'm right. A farmer. I, right. I have acres of land. Acres. Right. Okay. I have do you home. have Do you have electricity in your house? Yes, I have electricity. Okay. So, how do you generate income to pay for utilities? From working all these years, that I don't work no more for no man no more. I don't work so for you, no man. I used to so work. You gener- so you generated life. enough income. You generated enough income to sit. I think she's retired. Now, uh, yeah. are you retired? So you yeah. get a paycheck from retirement. What else, man? I worked all my life. Okay. Okay, I think you need to check out the retirement system and all of that. Uh, what you're enjoying is the fruit of your labor from your work. So uh, yes, if you sir. don't believe in working, I would send a check back if I were you. What is you, sound like a, uh, you, you sound like someone that's really been hurt deeply. You sound like someone that, um, Not a religion. you know, religion. I don't doubt, I don't, I don't doubt that, but you know what? 
if if you would just be quiet just for a little bit. I mean, you're on the line with some very patient people because uh, a lot of folk would have already pulled the plug on you. You know, I, you know, but okay. I think that you're on here. I think that you're on here for a reason. I really believe you're here for a reason. Okay, what's that and what reason? Is, no, I'm, I'm asking, what is that reason? I'm a, what is that reason? The reason was... I feel... Go ahead. You tell me what the reason is. I'm going to be quiet. No, I mean, you at, you actually know it. I I don't know it. I, when I say I feel, that would just be my opinion. You tell me why you're on here. I am on here because I wanted to ask something. What, what is the okay. goal of what is the goal of this show, and what did the um, title actually mean um, from the streets to the pulpit? So that's why it really comes to the show, okay? Right. That's why it comes to the show, okay? But right. I'm trying to right now. I've been through a lot of religion. I've been through a lot of trauma. I've been through a lot of stuff in my life, man. And I know I can see a lot of things now. I can see a lot of things. I can see things that other people might not can't see at this point. So my job now as a person of God is to share what God has shown me through all the stuff I've been through in my life. Religion, pastors. I was a pastor for 20 years of a Christian church. Okay, been abused and with all kind of stuff in my life. Because, you know, I had um, my marriage. Uh, yeah, I've been hurt, brother. You're right. I've been hurt a lot. But I'm not speaking with anger. I'm trying to speak with some understanding right now to let God's people know that we don't need to continue to do the things that we've been doing all our life. We got to wake up and do something else now. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I'm just trying to share, man. I'm just trying to share okay. that it's Wait, and now, listen now, 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 now we're having a co- university and college. It's a better way, right? Than that. Yeah, okay, and, and then, you know what? Talk. You know let what? And we respect, we respect, we respect, we respect your opinion, but you gotta. We respect your opinion. You gotta allow us an opportunity to respond also. And if you feel like college and university is wrong, you know what, that's that's on you. But everybody else on this line, it's a decision that we have to make individually. If someone else chooses that and it works for them, you know, don't turn your back on them and say that, you know, this person and that person. And I don't know why it has to be the white man that's done something to you. I mean, I heard someone else say there are ghettos, you know, everywhere. There's Mexican ghettos. There's you know, whatever, there's just ghettos everywhere. So don't say that somebody's holding you down. No one's holding you down. No one's holding you down. I mean, it's what you make it. It's what you make it. Let me tell you something. As bad as things are for you right now, you're not picking cotton. You're not on a slave ship. You hear what I'm saying? So back in generations, like that brother was telling you, it got better for you. It got better for you. So, you know, because... At the rate you're talking right now, you would have had something to say, and they would have probably destroyed you, my sister. So things have gotten better for you, maybe not for everybody else. And if you'll continue to do the right thing, it'll be better for the next generation. So that brother was right on point when he told you, generationally, we are better off. 
we really are better off. So, you know, all this stuff you're talking about God, God would at least listen and hear what others had to say. You're not the only one that's right. You know, that's just simply your opinion. So I want you to know something. I'm going to tell you something. You know, you amuse a lot of people, but I'm going to say something that the others, you know, probably are not going to say. I feel sorry for you. I love you, and I'm praying for you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're on here for a reason. When you saw that topic on there and when you saw from the streets to the pulpit, something piqued your curiosity, and it was something that you wanted to say. And I think that's why you called, because if you really didn't care, why would you call? So, you know, if you don't like what we're doing, there is an option. It's called hanging up the phone or logging off. You have the option to do so. But if you're going to be on here, respect what other folk are saying and show that godlike character that you, you know, say that you have. You pastor for 20 years. You see things that nobody else don't see. You know, there's a whole lot that you've done, my sister, and now you're retired and you did it without university and you're a farmer and I don't know, you got a lot of years under your belt, you know. So I just want you to know, regardless of how you feel about us, you know, this is not a hateful place. This is a spot where everybody's respected and uh, we may get a little hot under the collar, but, you know, you treat us with dignity and respect and I promise you we'll do the same for you. Oh, with that being said, let's introduce zero nine nine one. Your mic is live. I think she's dead. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what I did the other day? I have a girlfriend lives three trailers down from me. Her name's Tiffany. Right? She wants to come over to my trailer, and she goes, "I want to go get a tattoo." I said, okay, honey, let's go get you a tattoo. She's 57 years old, uh, Tiffany. She's a hooker. She's been a hooker for 51 years. But we went to go get her a tattoo, go to the tattoo parlor. And I didn't know what kind of tattoo she wanted. She goes in there and tells this tattoo guy, she goes, put a B on this butt cheek right here. Okay. Moving right along. Good job for Tiffany. Her tattoo on her cheek. Good for her. Our original topic was a continuation from last uh, Tuesday show. Zero nine nine one. Our conversation is: What can a brother or sister do for me? A brother and sister can do for me what they please, you know, and keep it moving. A brother and sister can stay out of my way and keep up. A brother and sister should listen to themselves. A brother and sister should know themselves more than they know me. If a brother and a sister knows themselves, then they will know how to treat this brother right here or that sister on the other end. Simple. That was easy. I can dig that. Knowledge yourself. You know what I mean? What else is there? 
is <laughs> is self that brought all of this into existence or manipulated or created or made even the technology that we are on the phone with each other. You know, but that sister they called before, yeah, I mean, she's all right. I understand her. I understand her paradigm. So many of us uh, are, are, are in that predicament, you know, but I refuse to, to, to fall into that paradigm. And she's lived her life, and she's, she's still going to continue living her life in the paradigm she chooses. So whatever degree of heaven that she finds, so be it. And she's etched out a a a a a place for herself where she can have herself. What better thing to have self? So you know, if 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 that's her life goal, then that's God's will. So you know, at first the brother that responded to her, you know, I really was, uh, I kind of got upset because I thought you were going to sneak attack and antagonize her because you were using the Bible and, 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 and you were dropping fallacies. And, and then yes, I thought that your, your usage of her words as a theologian, you know, was kind of slanted because in, in her understanding, theologian means she practices that which she studies, which is theology, but that's not necessarily so for you to fall into that fallacy with her. I thought was kind of unfair because I know, by the way, you talk that you're aware of fallacies. Uh, but not to go so far in, in off into a tangent. But uh, brothers and sisters, you know, you know, we have to treat each other as if we treat ourselves. And if you don't see, if you see somebody that's not treating themselves right, you know. You just being an observer, and if they're an observer of you, are leading by example, you know, because everybody doesn't have to do what is degrading or deleterious or something that's bad for what you would represent as my brother and sister, because we all, to some degree, are brothers and sisters. Now, as far as genetics, yeah. As far as mindsets, no. Because we have been programmed with different ideologies. So if, if, if we were to get into self, we would know true self. Nobody teach you how to laugh. Nobody teach you how to breathe. Nobody teach you how to look around. There's information that's in yourself that you're born with and information on how to treat your brother and sister. The, the ants are born with the shit. Um, excuse me. I didn't mean to cuss. But the ants are born with it. You know, if the ants are born with it, would, would, would they go to, to ant college and, and learn the high annals of, 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 of the information that's in some book? No, they were the book. They read themselves. They know themselves. And they don't give a damn what you call them. They, don't, they really don't care. They go about their lives and they find their happiness because they're doing what they do to survive. And they do what they do to survive with their brother and their sister. So if you choose to work all of your life, if you choose to add thousands of bricks to McDonald's castle or whatever big company's castle and you can't even buy a brick, if that's what you choose to do, then so be it. That's your happiness. You know, if you don't find happiness, then, you know, you're going to be crazy. So it, it, it's, it's like, 
money doesn't make you happy. But eliminating money as sadness, you'll find happiness. Because really, this is still slavery, you know, because, because, because all of the, 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 the slave masters, you know, they took off their robes and stuff, and, and, and they put on utility company names. They, they're, they're your gas providers. They're your electric providers. And guess what? They're the middleman between you and your survival because if you don't get water, you die. If you don't get heat, you die. If you don't get cool, you die. If you don't get shelter, you die. There's a middleman between everything that you need to survive. So, so long that is there, you are a slave, just like back in the day. If you didn't pick that cotton, so long as you were alive, you were going to die. So if you didn't pick that cotton, you don't get no water, nigga. If you don't pick that cotton, you don't get no chitlins, nigga. So it's the same right now. So I read that in the in the cash, and I thought that was ingenious. I mean, I heard somebody say you're still in slavery, and that's true. But you can free yourself. You can free yourself. And it's, and, and niggas is doing it all wrong. They're saying, we woke. We woke. We woke. Look at us. We're woke. We woke. Yeah, and you wake up one time, and that's it. Who the hell wakes up one time? You get to wake up often. Now you're waking 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 up often. And you're doing it like you wake up often every day or twice a day or however you do it. And then you're still wrong because waking up and waking up often doesn't be playing sleep because then you're not a target. You can do what you want to do. That's the thing. That's the game. That's where the snake survives. No arms, no legs. <laughs> and, 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 and the Bible, on top of that, saying that, you know, if a, 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 man, if a man don't work, he don't eat, that's bull. Little Timmy was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He has the best birthday gift. He's got the best birthdays. He drives the best car. He has the best parties, goes to the best colleges, and lives his best life and dies and don't know shit about you and your work. And he don't give a damn about you and your work. <laughs> exactly. Hey, let me stop, man. Yeah, Jesus is going to fix it, so why should I? Jesus! What? Wow. That was intense. Thank you for sharing, Colin. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Um, yeah. Um, Pastor, please. Matter of fact, we're going to introduce 1677. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It has been a very interesting show. Come on now. <laughs> Some of it I couldn't deal with. It was just so far out of my realm. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's been great. And I just want to keep on listening. Y'all just keep getting it in. Be blessed. Well, thanks. Pastor, please revive us. Look, Come on. Is, this is something that, that 
that uh, <laughs> that we gotta accept and understand. Um, there's all kinds in the world, you know, and um, you just saw the reason why, in my opinion, uh, why we need God. I mean, you know, um, at a time like this, to me, it shows what you really made of and built of and everything because, you know, you can find holes in anything. You can, if you don't like something, you you simply just don't like it. If you don't believe something, you simply just don't believe it. Um, you know, I'm of the faith and of the belief that um, you create the life you want to live. Does, it, does oppression exist? It sure does. Does ghettos, are they real places? They are. Nobody says you have to stay there. Maybe somebody did place you there, but, you know, you can make up your mind and you can get up out of anywhere at any time. And so I'm not going to sit back and blame the white man, the black man, whoever, but uh, I'm going to get up and do something with my life. That's why it's called my life. And so everyone has, you know, the right to um, say what they have to say, what they feel, you know, but they can't speak for my life. You know, all this 90% and 10% and all of that, you know, I don't know exactly how many people are in the world, but it's hard for me to believe that, you know, we went and surveyed all of them. So I, I can't say that I agree with all of that, but I can say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I can say I'm not upset. I, I, I hate that you feel that way. I hate that you allowed your, uh, from my perspective, allowed your your hurt, your pain, your disappointment, and all of that to drive you to that place. And I do understand that little Timmy did have a silver spoon in his mouth. I did. I do understand that. And there's there's a clear explanation. I don't think now is the place for it. But uh, you know, he wasn't really talking about little Timmy, to be honest with you. Uh, so I do understand what that brother was saying. I do understand all that my sister was saying. And the last one they called in, it said, wow, you know, just enjoying the show. Remember, that it is a show, and it's open to everybody. And so I'm so proud of Quick for not cutting people off and allow, allowing them to have their say. I'm so proud of the others that stood up and said, look, I'm not going to stay in the ghetto, you know, or whatever. You have that right, and I think you should speak up for what you believe in. If you don't believe in it, then, you know, um, there's something wrong with you, you know, bottom line. So I don't have a problem with what is said today. It didn't make me, didn't sway me one way or the other on what I believe. I figure at the end when all this is all said and done, you know what, we'll see who was right and who was wrong, plain and simple. But this is why we have this. It says, you know, what can my brother do for me? We can educate one another. We can be patient with one another. We can pray for one another. We can get angry enough to tell, to, to, to get up and do something about our lives. So, yeah, we do need each other. We need each other to survive. You know, can you live without someone else? Yes, but not a very happy or very productive life. You know, in my religion, in my faith, and I'm strictly talking about mine, whenever God got ready to create everything, if you notice, he didn't do it on his own. According to his own words in his own Bible, he said, let us make man. In other words, he said, you know what? I'm not going to do this by myself. I got to have help. 
And all I'm saying, y'all, is just, you know, it takes everybody. It takes everybody. Because if this sister and this brother didn't express themselves the way they did, I don't have a job to do if you want to call it that. You know, this is people that, you know, I don't encounter them every second of every day, but they exist. And sometimes they allow me or cause me to check myself to see if I really believe, you know, in the the things that I'm proclaiming. Uh, and oftentimes, you know, it takes my patience to see, okay, you know, what's up with them or whatever, whatever. So a lot of good can come out of this. A lot of good can come out of this. So, again, I applaud Brother Quick. Uh, I applaud his wife. I applaud, you know, um, everybody else that's been commenting because this has been a very, um, for lack of a better word, intense uh, <laughs> segment. But, again, it takes everybody. And at the end of the day, God still loves you. Well, I think we the, the greatest disconnect came when we started talking about the religion aspect. Because if we continue to keep it keep a division or keep a barrier between God's people, there will always be confusion because nobody knows who's right, who's wrong. So I believe that I'm just going to follow God. I don't care about, you know, what other name y'all want, and that's cool. I don't care if you want to talk about, you know, who oppressed who and who sold who. I don't care about all that. What I do care about is we that exist right now, we are all humans. We were all created to be that. Society or the system has put labels on them, on us to show there's a difference. And if we continue to perpetuate that, we're going to continue to be in this downward spiral. But if we change that and say, hey, you're human, I'm a human. Regardless of the hue of your skin, we're human. So let's treat each other with dignity and respect and keep it consistent. And I think if we do that, because that way we're displaying love, I think we can go a little bit further and do a little bit better. I agree with you 100%. Uh, The bottom line is this. There has been for too long a disconnect you know, and I'm going just on the the the, the 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 handle that's placed on the show, from the you know street to the pulpit, whatever it is, there has has been for too long a disconnect. You know, God didn't create it; we did. You know, I, I blame my colleagues, I blame myself uh, for not reaching and saying, "Listen, you're just as important as I am." But at the same time, you know, uh, the street, if you will, if you want to call it that, you know, um, to be honest with you, I'm no better than someone in the street. The same God made me. And bottom line is this. I don't look down on you. I don't want you to look up at me, but I want to live a life that will um, inspire you and motivate you to say, look, I don't care where I am or what I'm doing. 
you know what, God still loves me, and I still got a shot. And I believe that. I thoroughly, thoroughly believe that. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sin, and don't think for a second that the people in the church are without sin. Matter of fact, there's probably just as much, maybe even more so, within the church, you know. So I think we need to close that gap. I think we need to, you know, um, eliminate whatever it is that's separating us, and let's go out and love one another. Let's go out and just do that. The Bible clearly says that God is love. And so if we can't do anything else, we can show love one to another, bottom line. And uh, that's our meeting point. That's our uh, common denominator. Every religion, um, I believe, has some type of statement that's based off of love. Every religion, I do believe that. And uh, that may be some common ground. And so when we run into, when we encounter people that are, as the brother says, speaking fallacy or whatever, whatever, you know, maybe that's his definition. Uh, I don't know what our definition of theology is. You know, I know what my definition is, but, you know, I listen to the sister, but I don't love her any less. I mean, I can say that I think you're crazy. I can say that I don't believe what you're saying. I can say, how can you say that? But that don't mean I don't love you. That's just simply my opinion. So uh, we got to meet somewhere, man. And if nothing else, this show is at least bringing everybody together. And even the, you know, the the stand-up comics that came online, you know, I'm sure they headed straight for Deaf Comedy Jam with all that. I got a tattoo on my butt cheek and this and that. And, you know, thank God you got a butt cheek. That's all I can say. You know, but again, it takes all kind, man. And when you open up the lines, everybody has a right to come on and voice what they want to say. But don't let that shake who you are, what you believe. Matter of fact, let it motivate you to say that's justification for higher education or whatever, you know, you want to use. But, man, let this motivate you instead of uh, deject you. Miss Quick, what's your about that? Hey, you know wow. what? It's refreshing. Um, I'm back in it now. Back in the fight. <laughs> well, as long you as we get those. Someone... Go ahead. Nah, I was going to joke with an effing. You mean you you got some of that water, nigga? You refreshed now? I'm joking. I'm hey, really yeah, joking. I did. I, I brought that cotton in the house, master. <laughs> Brought it right on in for you. <laughs> but nah, you, you know you're you right. <laughs> that, yeah, you're right. Man, that took a lot out of me. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, you know, it, it, it passes right. You know, we open up the line it's for people and we encourage you. Difference of opinions, it does not matter. Do call in because starting the conversation is starting the change. If we don't start the conversation, <laughs> we'll never start the change. <laughs> Who's laughing? Nobody. Amen. Amen. You're absolutely uh-huh. right. We, we need to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I said amen. I agree with you, uh, Miss Quick. We got to have a conversation. That's what I'll start. Maybe some people just don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? They only doing this because it's what they've been doing. So you're telling them that they're wrong. 
You tell them that you're not going to stand for this. I'm not making excuses, and I'm not going to make blanket statements. If this guy is wrong, that's the guy I'm telling that's wrong. But because he just so happened to have a lighter hue, I'm not going to say, you know, all white folks done this. No, he did this. But like Pastor said, I'm not going to love you any less. I might not rock with you. Right. But I don't love you less. You know, quick, I think, you know, you, you're finding out, you know, the, the the purpose of the show. You're seeing why the show is needed because it opens up a dialogue that, you know, a lot of us are kind of, we won't deal with the elephant in the room. And so this show allows that to happen. So if anything, is is validating the fact that you need to have this. And I also need to tell you this, as host of the show, uh, you need to understand, man, that um, you got to be checked every now and then. You know, a faith that hasn't been tested is a faith that can't be trusted. You know, if you right. believe what you believe, then you got to go through something in order to say, okay, yeah, I'm I'm real with mine. You know, don't don't get there and think that we've arrived where you know nothing shakes us, nothing moves us, whatever. You know, you need you need to. You need you need to be checked every now and then to see, okay, can I really stand, you know, on truth? Can I really, uh, am I really patient with everybody? Do I really, you know, hate white people, black people, women? Am I prejudiced? Am I, you know, relational, whatever? You know, again, uh, the faith that you have, if it's not if it's not tested, you don't you can't you can't trust it. You can't trust mm-hmm. it. So tonight was a test. Tonight was a test. Yeah, you know, and be that was proud. A pop quiz. You know what? And I'm about to every time. Well, guess what, man? You know, I, the, the key to it to me is this: you don't have to make an A. You don't have to make an A. You just pass the test, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. And at the end of the day, they know where you stand. You know where they stand. And at the end of the day, you know what? Everybody got a chance to voice their opinion. Now we. All got off of here, and you know, and they may be on there saying, "Quick is crazy." He lost his ever-loving mind, and you may get off the line saying these folks have lost their mind. But at least there was enough respect to allow them to get it off their chest. Because if they don't get it off their chest on this line, maybe they take it. The, the hatred and the vitriol that she has for sounds like for the white man. You know, she could do something very damaging. So maybe getting his arm right. chest, you know, is going to delay that. Maybe it won't happen now. I don't know, but there was a reason why she called in. She needed to say what she had to say. I hate she said it right here, but she needed to say it. So it is what it is. No, everybody, like, you're absolutely right. Everybody come on, even the gentleman who was on earlier, who I think he said he was a 54-year-old white guy. He made some valid points as well. You know what I mean? Let's keep it. From, I want to say I'm something sorry. about just before you um, say that, husband. I'm sorry to interject, but you you are right. He did make some valid points, and I think that um, one valid point that he did make is he got a chance to express his frustration as a white man um, because, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you were on, Pastor, but he experiences. Frustration from their from his perspective because 
it's like like the the young lady who said the white man is the blame for everything for all mm-hmm. of the oppression the white man at first she was it was the white man was the blame for the sickness the you know like um unemployment um wow. lack of education um everything and then at some point it was something else that was to blame for it. But anyhow, he got a chance to express his side of the story being on the end of those frustrations. So it was right, husband. Very he did um make a very valid point. Sorry about but that. Go ahead. He went, what he what he was saying and I agree with him, you go to as as him being a white guy, he can go to a Ritchie area, they go look at him funny. You go to a slum area, they're going to look at you funny. Just like as a black person, you go to a rich area, they're going to look at you funny. You go to a slum area, they're going to look at you funny. So we all have the same experiences. But we try to make it like one is different than the other. When someone is addicted to drugs or alcohol or what have you, addiction doesn't care what color your skin is, the hue of your skin. It doesn't. And I feel addiction is just like other problems. It doesn't matter. The hue of your skin. Problems are going to exist whether you're black American, white American, Hispanic, what have you. So that's not make a difference. I just realized we all in this shit together. We, it's all bad. But if we as humans stand in and say, nah, I'm going to embrace you because you're human as well. Humanity. Humans. Unity. <clears throat> Come on. Stop letting the system tell you that y'all are different. Y'all can't play together because Y'all don't look alike. Well, you're wrong. We do look alike. You have a head, I have a head. You have eyes, I have eyes. You have arms, I have arms. So on and what have you. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Uh, no, yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree 100%. We're all in this together. And, you know, I think that um, we we allow things such as religion and um, skin tone, skin color, you know, nationality, we allow things to to divide us. And, st- and we look for things to divide us, but we don't look for anything to bring us together. You know, right. like um, you be, you believe in in God. I believe in God. You know, we're not we're not looking to sit and have a conversation about faith. I want to know. Well, what book do you learn from? Well, I don't learn from that book. I learn from this book, and I want to start an argument about it. So we always look for ways to start. You know, to confront each other, to start an argument, to keep the division. We don't look for ways to love. We don't look for ways. To connect, we don't look for ways to build and and grow and educate. And I'm not looking for an opportunity to call you my brother. I'm looking for an opportunity to call you my enemy. 
Um, And somehow, you know, we have to change that. Even if, you know, if it's this phone call uh, or the next or, you know, 20 20 shows after, at some point, you know, we're going to have a call where everybody can, when, when callers call in and they can see that, our goal. They don't have to call in and say, well, what is your goal? Because they're, they're listening and they already understand. Our goal is to let everybody know that we're all in it together. We all have the same problems. No, we don't have to be the same color. Um, no, we don't have to be the same height, the same size, the same religion. Um, we don't have to have those things the same. But like you said, when addiction hits, it, I'm not white or black then. At that point, I'm just uh, I'm an addict, an addict to whatever sure. you know, whatever my drug of choice is. You know, so um, I think that you know we, like Pastor said, we gotta stay in the fight. You know, as as much as this particular show drained me, <laughs> the last I think the last 20 minutes right here is has given me you know a little bit of renewed energy to say, you know, we're catching somebody's attention. And that's, you know, that's good news all in itself because we're starting the conversation. Well, I know uh, my sister's on the line, 1677, and I know she got something to say about this. Maybe not. Pastor, what's your thoughts on this? Well, again, I'm I'm thankful. Uh, in all honesty, I'm I'm really thankful for um, what took place uh, tonight because I think everybody needs a place to uh, to vent their frustrations, to speak their uh, truth or whatever. So. Uh, just like Miss Click said that, you know, this was a show that could drain you. Um, in its own way, it almost empowered me because earlier today I was feeling like and really saying on the inside, you know what, man, it's, this is um, this is fruitless. I mean, what, what am I doing? I, I'm not saying I didn't have a purpose, but you know, fatigue caused you to say some things, but. Now I'm empowered enough to say, hey, I got to stay in the fight, man. There's some people out here that need help. There's some people out here that need an ear. There's some people out here that need prayer. And most of all, there's people out here that need love. And so now I understand why I have to do what I do, you know. Um, Sometimes you start feeling like a spare tire, and you're not appreciating until you have a flat. So we had a flat tonight. Guess what? And uh, everything is all... Uh, well, so, you know, it's not, you know, I think some things need to drain us sometimes so that we can be refilled afresh. Um, and um, I have no problem with what anybody called in here. Well, I can't say I don't have a problem with it. I don't believe it. But, uh, you know, you had a right to call in. You had a right to, to chime in. And, um, you know, God bless you. God bless you. At the end of the show, you know what we do? We pray. We pray for everybody. 
everybody. So I'm not going to dare tell you that I was right. And I pray that that's a lesson to everybody out there. Let's listen to one another. Let's really have some dialogue. And when it gets to where you can't take it, it's okay to step away. It's okay to say, you know what, I can't handle this. You got to know, you know, you got to know that line that, 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 you know, that you can't cross and you're not going to allow anybody else to cross. But in reality, if we listen to each other and learn to tolerate each other a little more, I believe that the violence would be a lot less. And so we're in this season now where, you know, and again, this is my opinion, where a lot of our leaders, they'll say anything. And because they'll say anything, it seems like it's trickled down. And, uh, you know, as people, we're just starting to say anything. And so uh, if the devil can divide, quote, unquote, Christians, if he can divide them, then he can conquer, you know, um, a good portion of the world. And so we got to stand united and say, okay, even though that's not what I believe, I still need to hear them out. You know, there's a reason why I am who I am, and I got to go out here and be a better example. This is why you carry yourself the way you carry yourself. If you encounter that exact same conversation on your job and it was just you, can you sit and listen to it? Can do you have enough ammunition uh, and patience inside of you to say, you know what, uh, I'm going to let this sister get this out of her? Because she admitted she's been hurt. She's gone through a divorce. Uh, this sister's gone through something. And most of us that are hurt, you know what, we come back with a vengeance. We tell you what's on our mind. And so... Uh, She's no different than me. She's really not. Um, And uh, like I said, at the end of the day, I I hate what she said, but I love her as a person. And that's where I'm going to leave that thing. Well, I can dig that. And I'm going to say, bring me your frustrations. Bring me your, your issues. Lay it on me. Talk to me. Because... If we can have the conversations, like you were saying, Pastor, like you were saying, Ms. Quick, if we can have the conversations, that opens the door for change. Period. Us marching up and down the street, running up and down the street, uh, it ain't one of us. We're still not talking about it. In fact, we're being talked about. So it's not doing anything for the but if we sat down and have a conversation, let me get, take me into your world, into your mind. Help me understand the way you see it. And I'm going to do the same. And we're both going to do it respectfully. So when it's all said and done, when we part ways, we can say, you know, that fellow wasn't so bad. Hopefully the next one I encounter will be the same. And he can do the same. They say, damn, you know, the stuff they said on television, that ain't what. No, not them. But it all starts with the conversation. As far as what you study, how you study, that's on you. I can care less. All those titles and, and uh, it, it don't matter to me none. I deal with the people. I deal with you man to man, woman to woman, woman to man, however. (laughs) 
That's the foundation. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the foundation. Let me talk to you, man to man, pastor talk to you, spirit to spirit, however that goes. He got his role, I got mine. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's for the greater good. That's what I can do for my brother and my sister. I can be their ear. Talk to you. Not young pistol starter, but young conversation starter. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We're gonna pray about it. We're gonna pray for it all. And we go ask God to fix and heal hearts and situations and all the stuff that we have to talk about. Go ask for to give Miss Quick strength and renew her. <laughs> Fill her up. Because it was so draining. Yeah, but it was it. necessary. It was necessary. Because, Pastor, what you don't know, she asked the question, but she stayed on like the entire show. So it was just a little bit more than what she was asking. She needed company. She needed somebody to, to have a conversation with. Okay. So arms, okay. Those those cows may not be talking back to her. Not to be funny, but the whole point is she needed somebody to talk to. She needed somebody to listen. She had a lot of pent up. She wanted to let out. Mm-hmm. And we gave it to her. Yes, sir. I think she needed to hear a man tell her that he loved her. Yes, sir. So, so I ain't mad at sis. Ain't mad at it at all. She got her reasons. She, I don't know where they are. I don't even know who she is. But wherever she at, I know she's listening. We do love you. And we welcome you the call anytime you want. Yeah, I am praying. Y'all did it. But, Pastor, I think if nothing else, this is the true test of siblings, right? It's what oh, yeah, definitely so. Definitely, definitely so. Definitely so. Well, I can actually get off this line saying it was still a good show. It was a needed show. Uh-huh. It was definitely needed. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was draining, but it was needed. I... <laughs> I'm grateful for all the callers, man. I'm even grateful yeah, for the no ones who couldn't say anything. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. <laughs> oh, man, I'm grateful. So without any further ado, if everyone's hearts and minds are clear, like, close it on out of 
take it to the house. Miss Quick, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, it is. Thank you. I love you. Pastor, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, sir. Thank you. I love you as well, brother. Yes, sir. Says Big Bookworm, your heart and mind clear? All heart heads are clear. Okay. Pastor, my heart and mind clear. Don't it do what you do? Yes, sir. Lord, as um, difficult as it is sometimes to say, I still got to say thank you because um, we got to learn to take good and bad together. And oftentimes, God, what we call bad actually is good for us. That resistance and that kickback is what causes us to grow and get stronger. And so, God, we need to understand and never lose sight of the fact that everybody is not going to agree, and that's what makes the world absolutely go round. That's what faith is for. And so tonight, God, uh, some will push to their limits. Some may have even gotten angry at a while, for a while, but guess what? You're the one that gave us that emotion. It's okay. You even said in your word, be angry, but just don't sin. In other words, I can be angry at my sister. I can disagree with my sister, but I shouldn't hate her. I shouldn't talk down to her. I shouldn't ignore her. And so I do pray not only for her, but I pray for everybody that called in, logged in tonight. I do. I pray for everybody. They had their own reasons for saying what they said. And I pray that at the end of the day, when we get off this line, We may not be with each other, but you're with all of us. And I pray that whatever help that we may need, that you'll provide that. If it's a listening ear, if it's a forum like this where folk can get in and express their conversations, you know, their ideals and things of that nature, then that's great. But at the end of the day, God, help us to understand that wherever we are, you know, we don't have to stay there. And the reason why is because of God. God has the power to Take care of it for all of us and help us all. If we don't turn to each other, help us to at least turn to him. So, Lord, thank you for the show. Thank you for all the comments. Thank you for all the differences of opinions. Thank you for everything that took place tonight, and I pray that you get glory out of it. Please, God, continue to mature this show, continue to grow this show, and let it be about, uh, you know, strong topics, not about how we feel. We're not here for folk to believe us. We're here to open up the lines so that we can discuss things from the street to the pulpit. Not saying the street's right, not saying the pulpit's right. The only one that's right is you, God. And so I say again, I reiterate, my sister, I love you. I don't know all that you've gone through, but I still love you. And let me tell you something, God still loves you. So you continue doing what you're doing, continue calling out to God in his own timing, He has a way of getting all of our attention. My brother, for calling in, thank you so much. The ones that called in with the jokes, you know what? If that's what you felt you needed to do, then so be it. But you ran into folk that were patient with you. So instead of upsetting us, you know what? We learned that we got to deal with any and everybody. So get us 
off this line tonight. Help us enjoy the remainder of our night. Help us to rest well. Help us, God, to go to you in prayer privately and say, God, please, if I needed that to help me grow, I pray to God that I passed that test. Thank you for Brother Quick and his wife. Thank you for the Blog Talk Show, and I pray that you keep your hand on it. Thank you, God, so much for all of us. Keep us in your care. Please do so. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. That will conclude from the streets to the pulpit. Love one another. Keep each other in prayer. Keep God first. I'm your keeper. I am your keeper. And I'm your brother. Peace. Peace.